The College Baseball Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win up to $500. We're also brought to you by our Kentucky Derby Contest. Winner gets $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on our SGPN app. All right, already. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the College Baseball Experience. And yes, the title says it all. Uh, no picks on this podcast. We're doing just an emergency podcast on this whole Brad Bohannon situation here. Uh, I'm your host, Noah Beanick, aka 77, and I'm joined by a special guest, also part of the College Experience family. We have Moneyline Mac, aka Ryan McIntyre. Mac, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing good, Noah. Good to be on uh, the diamond side of things. Everybody knows me on the college basketball experience. And Alabama's back in the headlines. Uh, we had the dust-up in basketball. Now a little dust-up in baseball. So let's get right into it, man. Yeah, man. I, this this whole thing is just a, a shit show in the athletic department down in Alabama. I have no idea what is going on and what kind of authority has been controlling this side of things. But yeah, I mean, the reason why we're electing to go with this is one, Bohannon was fired this morning, literally like eight hours after I had posted a, an episode of theory of what had happened. Um, and today the story kind of has unraveled a little bit more for us, peeling back the layers of the onion, um, and odds were removed for Thursday's, uh, college baseball game. So I wasn't sure if odds were going to be posted for Friday's games. They have been posted within the last half hour. Um, looking at the board, I don't really see anything that I truly love off the top. Mac, any reactions so far? Lines brand new. Um, your instant thoughts. I would think that it's probably a good day for the dogs if uh, if if you don't see any real value right away. I think maybe it's an overcorrection because of the circumstances that happen. Maybe the books want to cover their asses a little bit, so maybe maybe it's a good day or a good Friday night to take a stab at some some dogs. I think we see it sometimes in these series where. Uh, the underdog gets their ace on the mound for the Friday night game and they're able to pull the upset and they have a fresher bullpen going into these games and maybe they go all out for that one win so that they can uh, avoid the sweep, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's a great thought. <laughs> I, I think a lot of these are a little bit just inflated. A lot mm-hmm. of the favorites are minus 180 and above and uh, just a couple of a couple of juicy dogs that we're seeing so far here. Um, before we get into the Brad Bohannon news, uh, let me tell you about Shady Rays. They are our presenting sponsor for this episode, and we're teaming up with them for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing fifty percent off, but you get a chance to win five hundred dollars. 
Shady Rays has you covered from the suns to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays has durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, and that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken replacements policy. If you lose or break your pair even on day one they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase if you don't love them exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop with shady rays their team always has your back go to shadyrays.com and use code sgpn for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses then take your receipt sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. Now, let's get into this news. I have a whole timeline that I've prepared for the podcast. We're going to start it from scratch, from the beginning, because yesterday's podcast, there's a couple of lines that I had added in on speculation of my part. Today, a little bit more uh, set in stone. Uh, basically, legalized betting on NCAA baseball, very new for our sport. And the market is growing slowly, but surely we went from getting the niche market treatment of only preseason and pre NCAA tournament championship futures last year to where we got top 25 matchups each week. And now this year we're seeing pretty much every sec, ACC, big 12, PAC 12 and other ranked matchups offered each week. We started the year with totals, then some books removed them. Otherwise, we've had a pretty steady growing. Uh, we've been growing each year, basically. Monday afternoon, Ohio Casino Control prohibited the acceptance of any wagers on the University of Alabama baseball team effectively immediately. This was in response to U.S. Integrity, which is a Las Vegas firm that monitors betting markets, issuing an alert regarding Friday's LSU and Alabama college baseball game. The initial article came across the timeline from ESPN's David Purdom, and in his piece he stated that the reasoning for the action was, quote, suspicious activity, end quote. This move was specifically pulled by the state of Ohio as sports gambling is regulated differently by each state, and specifically with Ohio, sports, be sports betting was just legalized on January 1st of 2023. On Wednesday, New Jersey announced that they were joining Ohio in the action of not offering any Alabama games to bet on. Then Pennsylvania and Indiana followed suit on Thursday. Neither Pennsylvania, New Jersey, or Indiana had any suspicious activity. They did it in response to the two bets that were placed in Ohio at the Cincinnati Reds Great American Ballpark. Um, it was the MGM Sportsbook that's connected basically to the ballpark. Colorado and Connecticut are also reportedly keeping eye, an eye on this situation as well. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey issued his first statement on this matter Wednesday night. We are aware, he said, we are aware of reports related to the suspension of wagering on Alabama baseball games. Sankey said, we will continue to monitor available information and any regulatory activity. As many states have acted to legalize sports gambling, we are reminded of the threats gambling may pose to the competitive integrity of our game. Together with our member universities, we will continue to emphasize the importance of regulating, overseeing, and providing education related to sports gambling activity. The NCAA also released a statement here. 
the NCAA takes sports wagering very seriously and is committed to the protection of student athlete well-being and the integrity of competition. The organization said, we're aware of this issue and actively gathering, gathering additional information. And for those that are wondering, the instance occurred last Friday. We don't have knowledge of if it was prior to the game or if it occurred during the game. But we know that bets were placed from the MGM Sportsbook connected to the Cincinnati Reds Great American Ballpark. These bets were large, placed on LSU's money line, and also a parlay that included LSU's money line. No, I mean, I'm no different. I had LSU in the money line over the weekend as well. Um, here's the catch, though. Luke Holman, the projected starter for Alabama on Friday night, was scratched an hour before the start. This is nothing new for college baseball information such as stats or health status for players is hard to find for college baseball in general it's a sport that deserves a lot more love and coverage for example this weekend in division one college baseball in fact it was during this lsu alabama series mac gachetti collapsed on the field during uh the game due to a neck injury he made a quick and full recovery and even played in this thursday night's game that has been completely overshadowed by this headline where most people are just rolling their eyes because sports gambling has that negative connotation and this act doesn't help that image at all. Um, but yeah, amazing game played by the Crimson Tide on Thursday night. Resilience showed by the guys on the team because they absolutely kicked the crap out of Vanderbilt, number five team in the country. They beat them 11-2. to two. But that was everything we knew until... Thursday morning when Alabama effectively fired their head coach, Brad Bohannon, the move immediately escalated how serious I thought this matter was. Now I kind of shoo shooed it away on yesterday's podcast. Alabama announced that their athletic director, Greg Byrne has initiated the termination process for Bohannon for among other things, violating the standard duties uh, the standards, the duties, and responsibilities expected of university employees. Jason Jackson will serve as Alabama's interim head coach, according to the school, which said it will not provide any further comment because of an ongoing review. We waited till after the game to see if anything came out from post-game press conferences. I didn't see anything come across my timeline, so we went with it uh, with the podcast, sent it. Uh, Purdom also reported that there was a sur sportsbook surveillance cameras that captured a person placing bets while on the phone. Through University of Alabama's investigation, they found out that Bohannon had contacted someone in the state of Ohio, and that person then bet on LSU to win the game, and it was captured on sportsbook surveillance. College baseball attracts very minimal wagers, especially during the regular season. According to Purdom, there were some sports books that didn't even field a bet on last Friday's Alabama versus LSU game. One sports book had $35 worth of action on it. That was it. So safe to, safe to say that a large bet would definitely stick out in this scenario. Now, before we draw to any conclusions, let me talk to you guys about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog and their Best Ball Mania 4. It is here. Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and player MLB player prop parlays. 
Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. It's also Kentucky Derby Week, and the Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network has all you need for your Triple Crown bets. Plus, leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcasts, because between now and Belmont Saturday, June 10th, you'll be entered to win a drawing of... uh, to win the canvas print of the Wolf's one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It's post-on. And we have a bonus contest exclusively on the SGPN app, and the winner gets a $100 SGPN gift card um, centered around the Kentucky Derby. So giving out plenty of free things here at Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Mac, I have to ask you, uh, what was your initial reaction to the news of Coach Brad Bohannon being fired this Thursday morning? So like, like you, I, I didn't think it was that serious at first. And then the more information that kept coming out, you're like, actually this, this thing might have some, some wheels to it. Uh, you, you know, if, if you're an Alabama fan, it's kind of frustrating because they were playing better baseball. Uh, when you asked me to come on the show, I, I did some research on Alabama and, and looking, I mean, they had one, two straight sec series, Outside of uh, the COVID year, they have kind of struggled under Bohannon, but uh, the COVID year, they were 16-1, and but they hadn't played any SEC teams. They were starting to play better baseball, and you could tell that he kind of was starting to get his uh, thumbprint a little bit on this program. Um, They had had some injuries, and it felt like they were getting healthy at the right time. They relied this year on Grayson Hitt and Ben Hass, and they had been injured this year as well. I mean – for them to overcome all this in his tenure and started playing better baseball, I mean, I think um, was kind of a testament to where this program maybe was heading. But, I mean, this this is definitely a step or ten steps in the wrong direction. Yeah. Um, I mean, you mentioned it with the injuries this year with Hess and Hitt. But in yeah. previous years, Alabama also ranked in the preseason. They heavily relied on Connor Prelip, and mm-hmm. he went down to do – due to Tommy John's surgery, missed yeah. parts of two seasons. Um, it, it was something that, you know, maybe you kind of saw coming. If they missed the NCAA tournament this year, he was barely over 500 through six seasons at Alabama. Maybe this was coming down the end of the road if they had not gotten across the finish line or uh, yeah. made that next big step for the program and made the NCAA tournament. Um First game under Jason Jackson, though, uh, really looked good as they blew out Vanderbilt. Um, really, is that a tragic magic game? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> that angle. Want to know? I mean, you, I mean, you beat Vanderbilt by by eleven to two. Are you kidding me? Tragic magic, live and well. And, yeah. You know, we should say like the crazy thing about betting against LSU, like or betting on LSU. It's not a crazy thing to do anyway. Like LSU is ranked number one in the country. Yeah. Number one in the country, and they had the number one pitcher on the mound in Paul Skeens, who had one loss on the entire season with a 193 ERA. They almost beat him. Strikeouts in 65 innings. It was like completely logical, not too far out of the realm, to place a bet on LSU. That's why I really like kind of shoo shooed it and didn't really think anything too much, too serious was happening here. Like, if I had a grand, 
LSU against the 500 SEC team wouldn't be a bad candidate to put some money down on. Do you do you think he was sweating it when they had that four run ninth inning when they were up <laughs> eight to two? I don't. I, so that that sort of thing is like, it would would you think that he had anything in it for himself because they did make that comeback there and like yeah. you're risking your your job your livelihood in an action like this you have a six figure salary coaching in the SEC there's no knowledge of Bohannon having any skin in the game did he actually have skin in the game here for earnings on this bet i that's still something you would that we hope, don't know you would hope not i mean we all do like we joke about pete rose back in the day but he was betting on his own team he was not that you should be betting on your own games to begin with i think that's the number one role and i think we see it in the nfl i mean the guys are getting picked off left and right for the suspension yeah, my Detroit Lions. Yeah, if, if if you're a player coach, you can't bet on these games. Like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, I before I got out of the industry of college coaching, it was if you want to bet on sports, like our compliance are like you can do it. It's legal, but you can't you can't have this job. Like, you gotta you gotta pick another job. That's one of the most basic rules, common sense rules. So, I mean, these coaches and athletes, they got to be a little bit smarter. I mean, it is they, it, their name's going to pop up. It is common sense, and you're you're yes. on the phone talking with a college baseball coach, walking into a sports book. I mean, these are some of the most uh, play number one in the country. I mean, these these places are some of the most watched over, like eye in the sky uh, buildings in the country. Like they have cameras everywhere. I, yeah. How how do you expect to go in there talking to a college coach and not expect something like this to happen? It's mind blowing to me how short sighted some of this is that the information's coming out here. You did mention that uh, you coached uh, college basketball here. It's something in your wheelhouse. You used to be part of a coaching staff in the Ohio Valley Conference. Now I imagine low major college basketball probably fields the same amount of betting action as some of these sec baseball games. Yeah. How do you think that this kind of affects all college sports? Because to my knowledge, this is the first thing that of its kind in college, ba- uh, college baseball, we've had eight men out in the black Sox, along with Pete Rose, like you previously mentioned, there's been some point shaving in college basketball, but like, Health information and injuries are very underreported in low major college basketball, along with college baseball. Something like this could very well happen in the college base college basketball scene too. How how could we even know of something like this in the future? You you know it's funny because I I moved from the state of West Virginia to Virginia. Now in the state of Virginia you can't bet on any of the Virginia teams. I always yeah. joke about it uh, on the college basketball experience. I'm like, I want to bet on Liberty tonight. They're playing at home. The Flaming Libs are going to win by 20. I, I lost out on hundreds and maybe thousands of dollars just not betting <laughs> on Liberty this year at home. And they just kept covering, but you couldn't get in on it. And there's so many mid really good mid-major schools, uh, VCU, George Mason, Radford, Longwood, all, all – or. uh uh, teams in the beach area, Norfolk State. I mean, so many good Virginia small schools that you just can't bet on. 
I think there's a couple other states that are the same way. Illinois, I believe, yeah. is the same restrictions where if you reside in the state of Illinois, you can't bet on the Illini. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, it sucks that you get a couple bad apples like this that kind of ruin it for everybody because 99.9% of everybody's playing by the rules that you're supposed to. You're supposed to bet in the states that you're supposed to, and and if you are a player or coach, you're you're not allowed to gamble. But obviously, <laughs> you're gonna get that exception, and they just like it's society, man. They ruin it for everybody. But Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame on a, on another note. Oh, I totally agree. And you're it's a joke. A of, I mean, come on. <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of listeners that. on this podcast that oh, yeah. will agree with you there too. Fuck um, yeah. And, and all the steroid guys. <laughs> I mentioned it on yesterday's podcast that I did. Is like when you put your initial social security number into the account, it then knows all of yeah yeah it, you. They know everything about you. You can't bet on certain states, like you mentioned too. Now, if they know that you're playing college baseball if they know that you're on the alabama baseball roster or alabama baseball coaching staff mm-hmm. just like they remove games for teams in illinois or virginia what if they just were able to pluck the college baseball games out of there that way you're not even tempted on these online sports betting apps i know it's different when you're walking in person to place these games a lot of times they don't check uh, your social security number or even ask for your license half the time. Um, but uh, is that a solution? Could Is that – I don't live in a state that's regulated like that. I can bet on Michigan. I can bet on Michigan State. How is that for you betting in Virginia? You don't even see those options, correct? Yeah, no, they're, they're, not, they're not even there. And, you know, what's crazy is uh, on part of the Sports Gambling Podcast – network is they were giving out all these draft odds the nfl draft odds weren't available in virginia really because they technically are amateurs until they're in the nfl ironically they're going to the nfl so it's like (laughs) they're like it's not even a game but yeah it it is wild i i I don't know i'm not a fan of it because i want to bet on all the teams uh or have the option to i'm not saying i'd Bet every game. I mean, I think all one sixty-two all... in college basketball on Saturday. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. No, well, you you mentioned it like with with college basketball. Some of these low major, mid majors on a Saturday. I bet you the handle is about equivalent to a college baseball game because there's just so many games. I mean, Kansas so is playing Texas at uh, four o'clock on ESPN, and you got an SEC and a Big Ten game at. I mean, you're not paying attention to Merrimack and um, Long Island. I mean, uh, other than us, who's paying attention to every game, the average person, I bet you they don't even get more than a 1,000 bets on those games. Yeah, for sure. And you can really just know that you're spotting a zebra inside a pack of lions when you're going into the state of Ohio, which is not a college baseball state at all. Like, you have Ohio State, who's – below average in the big 10 which is not a baseball conference cincinnati is below 500 in the american conference right now i believe right state's doing well but they're up in dayton mm-hmm. um this took place in cincinnati i'm not sure that the sports books taking many bets at all on some of these games and you're dropping four figures on a game like that it's just a blockhead move 
I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet a grand next year on a random college basketball Saturday on like a Swacker Miak game to see if they uh, start regulating the game. If, <laughs> to see if see, they send up the warning the number sign. Move just to see it, I'll know that I moved the number on a Swacker Miak game. <laughs> uh, just the uh, the pride. You need to do it for the uh, I don't know what what do they say, but yeah, just seeing that you move a line. I, I've done that. Yeah. Once on this show, where it's like you give out the line on the on the uh, the night show, and it moves forty points in the morning, just because maybe they took like six listeners from this podcast. That's <laughs> I, I I will say like with our college basketball show that 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 you do as well with us. Yeah, is we have gotten tremendous value on the night before. Like one hundred percent. Not saying that we're the ones that moved it. I mean, we will say that because, it, I mean, <laughs> you know, we are the best college basketball show in the country. But it, the fact that, I mean, I, that one TCU Texas Tech game, like, there wasn't even an injury. Like, it was a two and a half the night before. And then they went off at like seven and a half. And I was like, this is wild. Or that, uh, that SOCON game with, uh, Chattanooga and Furman. The, oh, the yeah. Championship yeah. That game. was. Oh, the championship game. I was going to say there was yeah. a game where the books had not known that Stevens, Jake Stevens was out. Yeah. That, that line moved like crazy. So, I mean, it's just injury information in general is very hard to find. And it's very easy for the books to get beat just by not realizing something. Yeah. And that's originally what I had thought here is like they didn't catch that the starting pitcher was going to be out, but no, it's just the head coach was on the phone with a buddy in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he's placing a bet for him or who somebody's placing a bet because of that news. Yeah. I, you saw it uh, with, with the college football game this year on the Thursday night game, uh, the quarterback for Utah riser rising Cameron rising. Yeah. Remember he randomly was out and nobody knew until literally yes. you flipped on the TV and it's like, Where's rising at? And they're like, he's out for the game. We just found out 10 minutes ago. It's like, oh, what the hell? I bet on Utah. Yeah, I remember that. It was, uh, that wasn't. I think it was Washington State. It might have been. Because it was a red team, but it wasn't USC. So that makes sense. Um, But yeah, I mean, just had to get an emergency podcast out there because I wasn't going to handicap a bunch of games for Friday and then not have odds. I will still post picks on Twitter on Friday for all these games. Uh, usually post like three to seven on a on a given Friday. But uh, like Max said earlier on on the podcast, the value seems early on on these opening lines to be with the dog. It's not a bad look at all. Um, I'll I'll run through just in general uh, some of these prices that just seem off to me. Uh, we call them Courtney Love games on the college football and college basketball experience. Um, and in general, I think there's like eight of them that the dog seems well within reason um, tomorrow. Uh, you look at uh, Georgia plus 160 against Tennessee. Tennessee's been scuffling. They've picked it up with over the last two weeks, but Tennessee's minus 195 against the Georgia team who's been who, – who's, swept arkansas two weeks ago uh georgia's plus 160 here um south carolina lost two of three against auburn they're on the road at kentucky 
They're minus 165 against Kentucky. He's plus 135. That's another spot that doesn't really seem right to me. Um, a uh, Another one is the LSU game. Uh, Auburn is hosting LSU, and LSU is only minus 255. Um, that one seems a little mispriced to me. Texas minus 300 against Kansas plus 250, uh, 235. They're at Kansas there. Kansas has been feisty in the Big 12. Big 12, just a lot of chaos in general. Um, we'll maybe have Mac on a podcast episode next week and we'll dive deeper into the Big 12. That's my goal here. Hopefully, we land a couple of guests for that show. Um, Who's up top in the Big 12, baby? <laughs> the West Virginia Mountaineers, Morgantown. Don't uh, fade them right now. My God, they're hitting the shit I've, out of the ball. I've been betting on them the last three or so weeks. Traxel yeah. on the mound has been automatic for yep. me. Because, like you said, their lineup is hot. And when you, got, yeah. when you have a guy that can keep an offense at bay. And they're selling out the ballpark every night. I mean, they said they set the record the other night on when they when they run rolled pit each hit pit by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they got two series coming up at home: Oklahoma and Texas Tech. It, it, if they get a, I, I, it seems like they're on their way to a regional host. You would know better than me. And then maybe could they potentially back their way backdoor their way into a super regional if they really got hot. Yeah, one hundred percent. It wouldn't even be a, it wouldn't even be a backdoor. Like if they win, they host Texas Tech, and I mm-hmm. think Texas here coming up, or they uh, Oklahoma and Texas Tech at home, and then they finish in Austin. Yes, so they win the two home series. They're a national seed. They're top eight. I saw from uh, Kendall Rogers at D one. He was like, if they can win six of the nine that are coming up here they're a national seed, which would set you up to host a super regional. If you can get out of the regional, which yeah, if you're going, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously it's going to be hard. Even they're probably going to host a regional last time they uh, hosted a regional. They blew a 10, nothing lead against Texas A&M and gave up a walk off grand slam, <laughs> two grand slams in the last uh, couple innings. But yeah, I, I, it's just, it's good to see excitement around the ballpark, though, in, in Morgantown. It's, it, it, it's really a cool venue. If you, anybody listening, uh, if you get a chance to go catch a game there, it's a cool place. Black Bears One, play there too. Yeah, 100%. It's the true college experience. And with that, we're going to bid you adieu. You've been living the better side of college baseball with the college experience. Adios, amigos.